Welcome to the Community Rec Magazine podcast, Supplier Voice Edition, featuring your host, Rico Francis, the president of Peak Media, and special guest, Kira McMillan, the account strategy and services manager at DAXCO. Enjoy. Kira, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Rico. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, excited to have you. Let's just start uh, with the questions. Uh, Tell us about your personal background, maybe uh, where you grew up, some of your interests, and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so uh, my original plan was actually to become a marine biologist. (laughs) I grew up in Central Florida, um, and so I moved to the coast. I moved to Tampa Bay. I went to the University of South Florida in St. Petersburg, and I actually started working at a marine laboratory and a conservation center in Sarasota, Florida on the weekends. Um, and that, that was going to be my plan. Um, but in the, in the meantime, I actually started working uh, as a part-time job at an SEO agency in downtown uh, St. Petersburg. And at that time, I couldn't tell you what SEO stood for. Um, it was just a job that I had on the side to help me, you know, fund, uh, fund my dorm room and, you know, everything else that comes with going to college. Um, but I was a, a sales development representative, so I was in the middle of everything. Uh, my office location was actually like smack dab in the center of the office. And so I had the ability to just kind of overhear a lot of conversations that were happening around me. And I started to get really interested in like what SEO uh, meant and what it did for our customers. Um, And so I just asked if I could start to shadow some of our account managers. And so started shadowing some, some calls and I just became more and more interested in all of just the nuances of marketing and specifically around search engine optimization um, that actually uh, they offered me a full-time position. Uh, And at the time I was in full-time school and they offered me a full-time, you know, professional career. And I was like, well, I have no idea how I'm going to do both of those things. And, oh, and by the way, I'm pursuing a biology degree with a concentration uh, in, you know, marine research. So that doesn't really align with what I originally thought. Um, so uh, that same weekend, I went uh, back to uh, Moat Marine, which is where I was working, and I talked to a really incredible marine researcher uh, about my situation, and they gave me some advice that I, I often refer back to. Um, they were just like, you know, you have two options. Um, you can either choose to do what you love full time and have that be your career, but also just know that sometimes when you do what you love, you know, for your career, it becomes your career and your job and you don't love it as much anymore as you maybe did before because there's there's so much other pressure that, you know, you probably didn't have before when it was just a hobby. Or you can decide to, you know, not don't pursue something that you don't love, but pursue something that you're passionate about and you're really good at, um, but that allows you to have the flexibility and the time to give back to those those hobbies in other ways, whether that's through volunteering or maybe through donations. Um, and so uh, I, I chose to, to move forward with the latter um, and it's a really happy medium for me. Uh, so I changed my degree program and uh, went to the, the full-time position at that SEO agency. I actually uh, changed my degree program to be online so that I could work full-time and still pursue school full-time. Um, and then the rest was really history. I've worked at marketing agencies ever since. Um, I've had the opportunity to work for some really, really cool companies like Tesla in the meantime. Um, but I'm really, really um, happy to have landed at Daxco. Uh, our, our mission is to power health and wellness throughout the world. And that's something that uh, is really resonates with me personally as well. 
Very cool. And you and I have a, uh, an interesting personal connection that I didn't know. So hearing you say Moat Marine, uh, we go to Longboat Key every summer. What? And, uh, oh, my wow. wife and I got married uh, actually on Longboat Key. So that was that was kind of crazy when you say moat marines like yeah we take our kids there you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah so anyway very cool um so talk about your role um with daxco today and what you do on a day-to-day -day basis yeah so i work on the daxco agency team uh, and the agency team refers to our websites and digital marketing wing so we build websites we design websites we run paid media campaigns uh, my specific title is our account strategy and services manager, which is basically just a really long title to say that I oversee, uh, but really work alongside an incredible team of our account managers, digital marketing specialists, and our SEO specialists as well. Uh, my day-to-day -day involves a lot of to-do lists, but what are on those to-do lists is usually focused on continuous improvement of both our service strategies and customer support. I'm a huge believer that every team member is a critical component to the success of the business. So I have a lot of brainstorming, collaboration discussions, and then uh, just making sure that we've got one cohesive vision to really execute on those plans. Uh, my team also knows that I am not afraid to move back into uh, more individual contributor related tasks, get back in the weeds uh, to help them with things as they come up. Um, but I also do that intentionally as well, just to make sure that you know, I'm approaching opportunities with a holistic perspective and I'm not just approaching it, you know, from a management perspective as well. Okay, let's talk about Daxco. Uh, there are a lot of management software vendors um, in the space. Talk a little about what makes Daxco different or unique, I should say. Yeah, so what makes us unique is that we are just so much more than a member management software. I mentioned that I work on the agency team, which is websites and digital marketing. Um, so we have solutions that really touch every aspect of the member journey or the member life cycle. Um, and so through that, we have the ability to approach problems or large goals that maybe our, our partners have um, from a really holistic point of view, rather than just looking at your member management software or just looking at your website. We have the ability to kind of look at everything to make sure that we're making a, a true informed decision based on all of the data and insights that we can gather to really push optimal results, um, rather than just trying to leverage you know, one, one little piece of the pie. Right. Makes sense. So DAXCO focuses on nonprofits. So YMCA's, JCC's, community centers. Um, and that's a different world from say, you know, the, the, the for-profit club world. So talk a little more about um, how your unique features or I guess unique um, characteristics um, help those directors and those managers um, with the nonprofits? Yeah, so we really leaned into listening to those decision makers, listening to the community when we're developing our uh, digital marketing strategies or more specifically our reporting dashboards. Um, so for example, you know, we didn't go and just create a reporting dashboard around the things that we would consider to be important or what would we, we would consider to um, define success or performance of our services. We, we asked those decision makers and said, what, what do you need to see to, to know that something is working? What decisions do you make on a daily basis that 
we could help inform through some of the insights and analytics that we're able to gather through the website or through our ad campaigns. And so we built those reporting dashboards around um, you know, making sure that they have key insights to help those decision makers make those informed decisions, making sure that they're easily digestible. There's, you know, not a lot of technical terms on there that are too confusing. Um, but we also have a team of individuals that either have direct experience working within a nonprofit or are just really committed to understanding how nonprofits operate to ensure that our services not only exceed their needs, but we're able to provide additional value just through our relationships um, I mentioned that I get to work alongside our account management team and our account management team is really the center of all of our relationships. And uh, a lot of those account managers, um, they've got experience that is um, either working at a, a Y previously for several years or maybe um, you know, working at a nonprofit in, a, in another way. And so even if it's beyond the services that we are technically contracted for, um, we're always happy to help and share that expertise and experience um, outside of just Daxco as well. Are there maybe two or three um, problems is the right uh, word or challenges? Um, I guess I'm, I'm looking for maybe some takeaways as to like the you know top, issues or opportunities that uh, Daxco customers have. I know that's yeah. I know that's kind of hard because you all do do so much mm -hmm. like you talked about, but are there two or three that kind of rise to the top? Yeah, yeah. So one of the challenges that I often find uh, nonprofits running into is you're always trying to do more with less, uh, which is completely understandable. Um, but inherently, that's going to cause you to need to prioritize some things. Uh, and maybe that means that you have, you know, a focus in one area, but that doesn't mean that you're able to see the whole picture. Um, and so when we approach, if somebody comes to us and says, hey, we, we are really trying to hit X, Y, and Z goal. I can't just look at um, one piece of the pie. I can't just look at your website and say, oh, well, um, uh, I noticed that we had a decrease in traffic this one month. And so let's look at what happened there. I have to look at your entire digital footprint. Um, we used to say that the, your website is the new front door of your organization, which is true. It is, it is a front door, but there are now multiple front doors um, to your organization. Um, it's people can see you on Google My Business, and that may be their first interaction. Maybe their first interaction is through a Facebook post. Uh, maybe it is through the website. Maybe it's through a different review platform uh, for childcare. Next door is another area. Um, so there are multiple front doors that you have to pay attention to. And I just often find that um, just with, you know, some uh, constrained resources that nonprofits often have to, to work with, um, oftentimes they maybe focus on the website, but they forget about Facebook or they focus on Facebook, but they, they forget about the website. And um, you just never know where somebody is going to uh, first come across your organization. And you only have a couple of seconds to grab their attention, communicate your mission, communicate the value of being a member or making a donation. Um, so you have to make those first, first couple of seconds count. And that, that means that you have to take that holistic view of your digital footprint, pay attention to what's happening. If there are people who are leaving negative reviews, are you responding to them? Do you know where they're leaving reviews? Um, all of those things are really important. And that's how we approach um, anytime that somebody has a big goal for us. We have to first start by looking at everything that's going on, on online with their organization, and then we can make uh, true informed decisions.
understand. Do is there uh, a success story, and you don't have to get you know too specific or, or even name the organization, but I think success stories are sometimes helpful just um, to our listeners to make something more real or more relatable. So I don't know if you have a success story that you you know that comes to mind that maybe you could summarize someone who um, had an issue and they work with you all and you know you all help them fix it or just a little um, as much detail as you can without betraying any kind of confidences or anything like that. Um, is there anything that comes to mind? Yeah, yeah. So we actually had the ability to work with the YMCA of Greater Houston last year on an initiative uh, to roll out impact membership to the movement. Um, and impact membership was a brand new way of looking at membership in the YMCA space. And so because of that, we really had to focus on what was our messaging going to be? Um, because a lot of memberships for YMCAs, um, most people are gonna understand what that membership means, right? Um, when I'm signing up for a youth adult membership, I, I pretty much know what I'm signing up for, um, but impact membership was something that was new. So we had to really focus on like, what was the messaging? What is, what is different about becoming an impact member versus other YMCA memberships that are out there? And then it was also just general awareness. We just needed to make sure that there was awareness out there that these memberships existed and, and becoming an impact member and what that meant. Um, at the time when we first uh, were approached uh, to, to partner together, there were only a couple of hundred impact members and we were just trying to figure out how we could get to 5,000, right? That was our big goal. How could we get to 5,000 impact members? And so we looked at it from a holistic point of view. We looked at their member management software data and said, okay, well, uh, they actually did a soft launch of impact membership before they came to us to, to really roll it out. Um, and so we were able to look at some of those analytics to say, okay, well, if somebody signed up to become an impact member, how long did they stay? When did they churn? Why did they churn? Um, and we were able to use that to fuel our digital marketing strategies. So we rolled out uh, new website landing pages, is a full-fledged paid digital marketing campaign on both Google, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, and it was really, really successful. Uh, earlier this year, they actually reached the 10,000 impact member uh, mark, which was far beyond anything that we originally imagined, which is incredible. And all of those memberships um, are, are directly giving back to the community. I've been able to see that um, uh, recently, they, they gave out actually some, some memberships to underserved um, community members that maybe would have never had the chance to participate in youth sport, sports programs before. And so uh, that is what really resonates with me, right? It's, it's incredible that we were able to reach that milestone goal of 10,000 impact members, but it's even more incredible to see what that work did and how that was able to give back to the community. And I really think if, if I had to maybe say a couple uh, like just key takeaways and what made that campaign successful. Um, the first thing was just really aligning on what that messaging was going to be, um, making sure that it was consistent across all of the platforms, Facebook, website, uh, you name it, it had to be consistent. Um, and then also just making sure that it's a, uh, we were consistently looking at all of the, the insights and analytics to improve. Uh, we're always looking at how can we optimize this campaign, make it just just a little bit better than what it is. Um, 
And I think we have the ability to, to do some really great work with that because we are looking at not just what we can see, uh, the data that Google gives us, not just the data that Facebook gives us, but the data in your member management software and looking at it all together to, to um, create a really great strategy. Very good. What are uh, maybe some other challenges or trends um, that you hear about or see YMCA's or JCC's experiencing that that uh, Daxco can help with? Yeah, so um, I'll kind of circle back to a point that I, I just made um, with regards to consistent messaging across all of your platforms. So I mentioned earlier that you now have multiple front doors to your organization. It's, it's not the facility front door, it's not the website front door, it's everywhere that they can find you online. Um, and usually, let's say that you made those first couple of seconds count. They saw a review uh, on Nextdoor and it was great and they're interested. Well, the next thing they're gonna do is usually continue to explore, which means they're gonna go to your website. They're gonna go to your social media profiles. Maybe they're gonna call and they're gonna ask some questions. But that experience from next door to the website, to that phone call, it has to be consistent because you're usually asking people to make some sort of either monetary or um, even just providing personal information. And when you do that, uh, you have to instill trust, especially in today's day and age with uh, you know, the pandemic and everything going on, uh, people need to feel secure um, and trusted with the organizations that they're interacting with. And if I see a review on Nextdoor that talks about how incredible the facilities are and how amazing the people are, and then I call and I don't get that same experience, or I go to the website and it's really hard to navigate, um, I'm, there's a disconnect there. Um, and maybe I'm, I'm seeing that maybe that first review wasn't wasn't 100% accurate, and, and that's how you lose people. So um, one of the common trends that I see is just a lack of consistent messaging across all platforms. And I think that just means that, you know, right off the bat, you need to align with all parties that are involved on what is that messaging? What is our purpose? Um, how, do we, how do we treat our customers? And making sure that uh, you don't just do that once and leave it be, uh, but consistently making sure and checking in, running audits um, to make sure that that really is the case. And do you all have a, uh, does Daxco have a, have a team that sort of does that because to your point, there are multiple front doors. I like that. I like that, uh, that phrase. So do you have a team that does that, um, that helps your customers do that? Or is there one person, be it an account manager or whoever, um, helps or how do you, how does Daxco specifically address, address that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a village. <laughs> um, if, if I had to give you one point person, it, it usually is our account managers or we have strategic relationship managers as well um, that are, are really the core of the account, but um, we have experts in, in every department, right? So um, when, even though the account manager may be the core, the person who's, you know, orchestrating everything and making sure the vision of the customer is communicated to, to our team, um, we have, you know, maybe we'll pull a digital marketing specialist to look at things from the digital marketing lens. Maybe we'll pull an SEO specialist and to look at things from an SEO lens. Same thing with the member management software. So um, while we do it, like our account managers are, are the center, there's a lot of people underneath them as well. And, and because we have such a large team um, and just some really great resources that we are able to leverage, um, we're able to kind of 
we, we actually use the phrase, uh, the great brain. Um, we leverage the great brain, uh, which is uh, multiple minds instead of just one um, to, to brainstorm and collaborate on how are we gonna, how are we gonna make this happen? I like that. If there was one thing that you'd want our listeners to know about Daxco that maybe they don't know, or uh, maybe it's a misperception, um, what would that be? So while Daxco specializes in servicing the health and wellness community, I just really want to emphasize that that passion goes so much farther beyond just having a particular industry focus. Many of our team members really embrace the mission over the organizations we've served. They've worked at WISE for several years where they've been positively impacted by one of their local nonprofits. And so I mentioned our mission is to power health and wellness throughout the world, uh, but we do that through having a really incredible team that like, lives and breathes that mission and understands the benefits of becoming a member or giving back to nonprofits because they've had a personal experience in addition to their professional one. Tell us about uh, Google Ad Grants. Tell us about that. Yeah, so Google Ad Grants. If, if you're a nonprofit and you don't know what Google Ad Grants is, come talk to me because uh, it's a really, really great resource. Um, I actually use this analogy often, um, uh, so I'll use it today. But imagine if you walked into a casino and uh, they handed you $10,000 worth of chips and they told you that any money you made with that $10,000, you could keep. Oh, and by the way, if you come back next month, I'm gonna give you another $10,000 chips. Imagine saying no to that. That's what you're doing when you say no to Google Ad Grants or you don't know what they are. Uh, Google Ad Grants is an amazing opportunity for all nonprofits um, to uh, kind of enter their way into Google advertising. It's actually, it's up to $10,000 that Google gives for free to nonprofits, um, all you have to do, it's much easier than a regular ad grant, a, a regular grant. Um, all you have to do is just prove that you are a 501c3. And once you do that, uh, they give you access to Google ad grants. And like I mentioned, it's $10,000 a month of free ad spend that you can use to uh, promote your mission, uh, promote your organization through Google ads. Um, the one caveat to it, and there's a reason why it's up to $10,000, is just because Google makes it available doesn't mean they make it easy. Um, so it's, it's up to for a reason. And you'll find that um, when a lot of um, nonprofits maybe first get access to Google Ad Grants, um, they start running some campaigns and they're maybe able to use a couple of hundred dollars of those funds but it's really hard to get to that full $10,000 mark. There's a lot of parameters and rules. You guys know how grants work um, around what you can and can't do with that money. And so they make it really hard to get up to that full $10,000 mark. Um, and that's something that we've really, really honed in on. Um, we, I mentioned the YMCA of Greater Houston earlier. Uh, we've been working really closely with them uh, to optimize their Google ad grant strategy. Uh, we've had, we, I don't know if it's ever possible to hit the, the 10, zero, 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 zero mark, uh, but we have gotten really, really close. Uh, <laughs> 9,800, you know, is usually about our average. Um, and um, I'm, I'm really excited uh, to be able to kind of share the, that insight and knowledge um, with nonprofit organizations, because 
once you're able to crack the code, the good thing about Google Ad Grants is there's a lot of similarities around the keywords that you're able to target with those ads across nonprofits. So there's usually a little bit of tweaking that we have to do, depending on what that particular organization's goals or mission is. But once we were able to kind of crack the code on, on what the, the strategy needed to look like and how we could really maximize those funds, uh, that, that same knowledge and uh, strategy is applicable for, for many nonprofits. Great stuff. What about future plans for DAXCO? Maybe uh, the next 12 months and then maybe longer term. Um, what, what, what would you say? We certainly wouldn't be where we are today without the help of some really incredible partners and relationships that we've built along the way. So uh, for the future, I'm really excited about the opportunity to just expand upon some of those existing relationships, maybe even forge some new ones. Um, as I mentioned before, we also have a really great <clears throat> perspective and insights into how consumers interact and respond to nonprofit organizations because we have such a wide net of solutions and expertise. Um, so um, what I'm really looking forward to is developing more content around that knowledge, um, specifically to Google Ad Grants. We actually recently completed a nine-page guide, which I know sounds really intense, but it goes into all of the details, how to apply, how to build your campaign strategies, troubleshooting, all of those things. Um, it's a whole guide on how we were able to uh, develop a successful strategy and get up to that $10,000 mark for Google Ad Grants. And so uh, if you guys are ever interested in that guide, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us, uh, marketing at daxco.com. Happy to send you that guide. But I want to produce more content like that, right? We mentioned the great brains. I want to I lean into the great brain and produce more content around um, how to be a, a successful nonprofit. Um, even if we aren't able to uh, offer fully managed services for all of the things, but we have really great people that have experience there. And I think we have a lot of opportunity to just to produce some really great content to, to highlight some of that expertise and give back to the nonprofit community in that way. Very good. Now you just gave an email address. If our listeners want to contact you or Daxco, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. So the most direct way would be to email us at marketing at daxco.com. Um, other than that, of course, we're on all the social profiles. You've got the website, daxco.com, LinkedIn, Instagram, you name it, we're probably on it. Um, but I also personally love connecting with people on LinkedIn. So if you guys ever have any questions about Daxco or even just general nonprofit marketing tips, uh, Kira McMillan on LinkedIn, I'm, I'd love to connect. Very good. Kira, thanks for joining me on the Community Rec podcast. I wish Daxco continued success in the future. Thank you, Rico. It was a pleasure.